This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. All right, so who's next? Who's going to jump in and run for leadership of the Conservative Party of Canada now that Aaron O'Toole has been removed? When we talked about this yesterday, the name that overwhelmingly you put forward was Pierre Polyev. And I understand why. Absolutely, I do. The guy's dynamic. He's really grabbed a lot of the attention. Do you want to talk about who's been the most effective opposition member? I think it's head and shoulders, Pierre Polyev. I don't think anybody's even been close. So is he the guy? We're going to get some uh, insight and get some uh, perspective. We're going to chat now with Michael Tobe, who is a columnist for Troy Media and Looney Politics. He's a contributor to the National Post, Washington Times, and was a speechwriter to former Prime Minister Stephen Harper. Uh, Michael, thanks so much for your time this morning. appreciate you joining us. Oh, my pleasure, Shay. Thank you. So I guess out of the gate, we would have to say, right? I mean, opening line odds, as they say, Pierre Polyev is the odds-on favorite, but we don't even know if he wants it. But he's the name that everyone's talking about, isn't he? Yeah, the Vegas bookies would definitely say that, especially if they were here in this country. But, yeah, I think so. I mean, if he chooses to run, and as of right now, uh, Pierre Polievre is uncommitted. He has said, as I think, as early as Tuesday or late on Tuesday, that he didn't really want to be part of the discussion or talk for the leadership. But at the same time, that was also before the secret vote was held that determined that Aaron O'Toole's fate as leader of the Conservative Party, well, ended that day. Yeah. But he would certainly be the front runner if he chose to run. And um, I talked about it in my National Post column. I've known Mr. Polievre since he was an intern in Jason Kenney's office way back when, which I guess shows a bit of my age and my gray hair. But <laughs> I have known him a long time. Um, he's a very intelligent, very talented guy, very experienced as well. I mean, he's been in politics now for a long period of time, but I don't have to tell your listeners that. They, they know him intimately. Yeah. And um, I think one of the keys also to him is the fact that he's only 42 and he's very media savvy, which means that, and this has been an issue that obviously conservatives have faced for many years, you know, whether I was working in Ottawa or otherwise, it's been something that we've discussed now for more than two decades. It's how we sell ourselves to the public and how we sell and resonate a small-c conservative message on the, you know, the various basis of small government, low taxes, more individual rights and freedoms, et cetera, et cetera, and how we actually do it to distinguish ourselves from all the other parties. And that was one of the weaknesses that I think Mr. O'Toole's campaign had. Very nice guy, you know, very pleasant individual. He tried his best. He certainly had some conservative ideas in his policy, but they were overwhelmed or overshadowed in many cases by the fact that the 2020, uh, sorry, the 2021 federal election was really more about discussions of what we should do in the future and whether we wanted to change anything in the present. And in the end, most people just decided to stay with the status quo couple of things in there I want to talk about. First of all, you mentioned he's very intelligent. He's very media savvy. He's very effective. And I don't think there's any doubt about that. And as you said, Aaron O'Toole, uh, seemingly an extremely nice man. And I think you can go back to Andrew Shear and say, by yeah. all accounts, a very nice man, a very decent human being. He is. He dull is. as dishwater. P. 
Pierre Polyev definitely has more of that going for him. He's more effective at grabbing the headlines. Is there anybody else out there in the conservative realm that may be thinking about doing this that can compete with him on that aspect of being a leader? Because he's definitely very good at that. Well, on that level, it's going to be pretty hard. I would say that most of the people who are in the caucus right now, they obviously have their strengths and weaknesses, but I think Mr. Polievre is, is heads and shoulders above that. I think Pierre really has established himself as the best of the bunch, so to speak, when it comes to issues like that. But without a doubt, whoever else chooses to run, whether it be, say, Peter McKay, Rona Ambrose, um, Doug Ford in Ontario, whomever, they will obviously build teams around them that will be also media savvy, that will try to sell a message to a particular audience, put them, you know, put their candidates out as much as possible, both in the print media, the electronic media and social media, ensuring that, you know, obviously they get their message out to a very large group of people and as many as they possibly can. But the difference is, some of those individuals I mentioned are media savvy already, and, and they will be able to help to some extent and build the message with their team. The trick with Mr. Polyever is that he is so far. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail from accepting payments to managing inventory Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Far above and so far beyond where everybody is right now that basically he will have a team around him, but he will be taking the lead more than they will. Not because they're inferior, but just because he is just so superior at basically selling his name selling his ideas, and selling the conservative platform to such a wide scale. Yeah, I agree with you. He is exceptionally um, strong at that. Uh, The other thing you mentioned is issues and big C and little C, and where does the conservative party stand? And that's going to be, I mean, a lot of people say that's what brought down Aaron O'Toole. Pierre Polyev, it's very different to be an opposition critic and sort of stand in there and hold the government to task than it is to lead a national party. There's people that say he's a little too abrasive, he's a little too divisive, he might not be able to translate well into leadership. Do you think there's an issue there? Not necessarily. I mean, he has spent a lot of time in politics, and and sure, and I pointed out in my column that, you know, some people look at him and say, well, he's he's an ideologue, do we want that? Or that he's a pit bull, do we really need that sort of image for the Conservative Party? Again, it depends how you spin it, and it depends how the narrative is built from Pierre and his team if he does ultimately choose to run. You know, as an ideologue, I don't think that's a bad thing. I mean, one, because obviously I am, but two, because an ideologue would be able to focus on what's important for the Conservative Party of Canada and Canadian conservatism as sort of a twin outlook. And I think that's exactly what you need right now. And it's not to say that, say, Aaron O'Toole or Andrew Scheer, who are both good guys and both have been in politics a long time and certainly had their, you know, their strengths and weaknesses. It's not that they weren't conservative. They just basically looked at it from a very different way. And it's certainly in the case of Mr. O'Toole, a less ideological way than Pierre Paulie ever would. And in terms of being a pit bull, it really depends how you look at it. I mean, it means that he will obviously be aggressive and out there, but that's especially what you want when you have a weak, ineffective leader like the current prime minister, Justin Trudeau. You want someone who's going to hammer away 
at the government and at the leader and basically point out all their weaknesses and not hold back, just keep moving forward as best they can, you know, to sort of build a case as to why the Liberal government over the last three elections, and they've been in, you know, in power now for over seven years, why they are just not effective and why they have brought Canada from, say, way up beyond to way down below where they are right now. So you need someone like a pit bull to actually come out with a strong message. But in fairness as well, Pierre Polievre may sort of look like a pit bull to some people, but when you actually speak to him one-on-one, he's actually a very down-to-earth, congenial guy. He's very intelligent. He listens to ideas. He actually has a very libertarianish type of outlook on life as well. Doesn't really heavily focus on social issues, for example, even though obviously yeah. he has his positions. That sort of balance, I think, will work very well. So even if he is an ideologue and a pit bull, as some people say, it can be used to your advantage. The thing is that comes with that, and one of the things that was a big slam on Aaron O'Toole, I don't think Pierre Polyev is going to be accused of and probably will not flip-flop. He will take a stand on an issue, no. and he will be very forceful on it. Ha, I agree. You're absolutely right, Shay. No, if, if Pierre comes out with a thought, an idea or a principle on whatever it is, a government policy like, let's say, opposition to the carbon yep, tax, yep. which was something that obviously served as an albatross around Aaron O'Toole's neck for so long, you will know exactly where Pierre Polyapper stands. You will know where Pierre is going to go with this. If he rejects it, he's going to reject it from start to finish. He doesn't flip-flop, and, and that's really one of the great keys to him, I think, is that, sure, like everybody, you know, you get older, you think about issues, and occasionally you change your mind or sort of readjust your focus in a particular way. But the basic core elements of small-c conservative thinking are well within Pierre Polyev's grasp, and he has his eyesight laser-focused on what is best for Canada from a conservative fashion more than uh, quite a lot of people who are currently in the caucus right now who are conservatives but might not necessarily take a, a certain stance or a particular position that would unfortunately be maybe a little more successful sometimes with a Main Street audience mm-hmm. that mostly sits on the fence and just you know goes whichever way the wind blows, but a little less so when it comes to ensuring that your red meat conservatives or your conservative base are properly aligned with your vision. They will not find that with Pierre. Michael, it's going to be interesting, and we will check in with you again, sir, along the way as it goes to uh, a vote. And I guess we'll have to see what happens, but I think you're right, Pierre Pelley of the front runner out of the gate. So uh, thanks for your time today. I really appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure. Have a great day. You too. That is Michael Tobe, who's a columnist for Troy Media and Looney Politics, contributes to the National Post and the Washington Times, and uh, used to be a speechwriter for Stephen Harper.